service this morning, and I appreciate filling the spirit this morning, and that the Lord passed by. Um, we just ask that you uh, remember the service tonight. Pray for us. We attempt to sing. Pray for Brother Russ. He comes up to preach. Uh, just pray that the Lord just might make preaching easy for him. If there's one that's lost that's listening to this, that they might have that opportunity to come and be saved tonight. So we'll ask the fellas to come on up and, like I said, just pray for us. Houses and lands I may not own, wealth or riches to behold. A little person in this world I may be, and I can't keep up with the times. I've got heaven on my mind. I claim Jesus first and that's enough for me. I claim Jesus first of all. He will answer when I call. For I know that I'm a soul, the sunset free. And I am God's own child by birth. Highest honor on this earth. I claim Jesus first, and that's enough for me. Some folks they live on their wealth and pride. I may be poor, but I'm satisfied. Praise Jehovah. Jesus 
he's always proven that he's enough for me. I just, I love that. Through this whole time, I mean, even before the coronavirus came, he's proven that he was enough. And through this time, he's proven that he was enough for me. Just, just pray for us. We're going to try this other song. It's no stranger to grace. I've never been a stranger to grace. And I, I love it. So just listen to it and just hear the story with me. I, I just love to tell it. you could have been with me this morning. Sometimes God just passes by my way. I'm praying, just asking him what he wants me to do. And it's a little different knowing that you're going to be singing when you get to church. But I was praying and, and God just reminded me of this song. And I, I got to sing what the words are telling about. So just listen to this second verse. While praying this as I try to thank him, his peace, it fell around me, the same as yesterday, and even though 
every day along the way the sweetest love there has been plenty forgiveness when need be I am no stranger to grace I am no stranger saying I appreciate that when I was the one singing but I appreciate God passing by while I got to sing I could stand up there all day long and sing songs Taylor but if God don't pass by I did nothing but waste our time but when the Lord allows me to get me out of the way just a little bit that he could use this worthless man uh, it's worth everything and I enjoy getting up there Steph you got a song pray for Steph as she comes You've been my light for so long. You were right when I was wrong. I can't repay all the love you've given me. You've been my friend when no one cared. I was alone. You were there, Lord, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. I owe it all to you, Lord. All I have is yours, Lord. Take my life, make me what you'd have me be. child and you're my father I am the clay and you're the potter Lord you're the best thing that ever happened to me borrow treasures borrow dreams all of these joys you've given me troubles come you're always there to make me smile let come what may your will be done I love you Jesus God's precious son Lord you're the best thing that ever happened to me I owe it all to you, Lord. All I have is yours, Lord. Take my life, make me what you'd have me be. For I'm your child and you're my father. 
thing that ever happened to me. Appreciate that song. Aunt Linda, Katie, sure. Well, at this time, I'll turn it over to my pastor. Well, I appreciate being here. I appreciate each one that is here. And, you know, as I was praying about this service, and God put these men on my heart to ask them to sing. I appreciate them being willing to do that. And then God put uh, Brother Russ on my heart. Russ, Russ Trangfield put him on my heart to ask him to preach. I appreciate God giving me liberty to ask these folks to do this. And then uh, I appreciate them being here. And when uh, Russ and Stephanie come in, I told Sister Stephanie, I said, now, you feel free to sing. And I appreciate you singing. And, of course, uh, other folks that you're singers welcome to sing, too, if they feel like it. And I uh, appreciate each one. And, and I appreciate Shannon, and Katie, and Linda, and Stephanie. appreciate these ladies being here. And again, appreciate the men up there running the equipment. And, and I appreciate everybody that's listening and watching. And, and uh, I hesitated to ask this this morning, but I, I really felt like it. And I want to ask it again tonight. If you're watching, this means something to you. Like if you're on Facebook watching it. Hit that share button. That helps it go out farther. Helps more people be able to see it. And uh, we we don't uh, uh, want a big number watching it uh, to say, oh, boy, look here what we did. That's not it. But what's going out here tonight, these good songs, I appreciate the songs and the singers. They were singing about things that are real. Brother Russ is going to preach about things that are real. And as important as the Word of God is, I want as many people to hear it as can possibly hear it. And as good as the songs of Zion are, I want as many people to hear them as can possibly hear them. So, so, and you know, so hit that share button if you want to even make a little comment to show you're watching. Do that. That's encouraging. But I want you to really pray. I appreciate the service this morning. I want to say again, Happy Mother's Day. I mentioned that this morning. I want to say it again tonight. Thank God for good mothers. I appreciate the mother that I had that raised me. And I appreciate the mother that I had that raised our children. I appreciate Linda. She's the mother of our children, and I thank God for it. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. So really want you to pray. I don't want to take up too much time, but I just want to say those few things. I want everybody pray tonight. Now, I believe God's really been dealing with some people's hearts. I believe he's going to again tonight. We love Brother Russ. Love to hear him preach. He's God's man. He's a Holy Ghost preacher. Really pray for him tonight as he comes. Brother Russ, come on. Good to be here at Lima Church tonight. I felt it, thought it quite an honor for Terry to call me and ask me to come be here with you tonight. Um, that always makes us nervous, but it's uh, um, that's what God's called us to do. Um, and I, I guess I wondered what it would be like. And, and you know, I, I was almost 40 years old before I announced my call on to preach. Um, and, and looking back, I kind of wonder what it would be like to not be a preacher just because that's you know that's just how it, that's what I've come to know uh, and really the times I'll just share this with you I'm just trying to talk a little bit here and get comfortable but uh, it was probably about 15 years before I announced my calling that I actually that God called me uh, and I had a lot of good reasons Terry 
and they sustained me for a long time, but they weren't God. And, and uh, there was something missing, and, and I knew there was. And uh, uh, but anyway, it's it's an honor to be here. We we try to always do all that we can uh, for our good brothers that would ask us to come and, and stand. And, and uh, uh, again, and, and what we're going through right now, Terry, it, it really feels good to be in the house of God. And we we were over at Lafayette this morning, and I had the same thought there and shared that with them. It it just felt good to be in the church house. Uh, now God is bigger than these walls. There's no doubt about that. We. And I think we've learned a little bit, or we've come to grow a little bit in some things of God through this, haven't we? He's, he's not bound up in the church, but, but nonetheless, uh, he told us to gather together, didn't he? And, and the example I used this morning is, is just like me and my wife. Uh, uh, our marriage is not the house that we live in. Uh, and if we had to be separated from each other, we'd, we'd certainly be on Facebook and calling each other and talking to each other. But... But you know what? I, I need to be in the presence of my wife from time to time, and she needs to be in the presence of me. That's how a marriage works, and it's the same with church. You know, we need to gather together uh, with one another, and, and I believe God's going to work all that out. Uh, I believe there's a lesson that we've learned through what we've been through here these past seven or eight weeks, um, and I believe that'll help us later on. Uh, uh, but I don't believe this is what God intended us for permanently moving on. So. We appreciate what he's given us to get through this rough time. And we look forward to the time where we can get past all that and get back to what is normal. They want to say this is the new normal. This, this isn't the new normal. It's not normal at all. But I thank God for it, uh, nonetheless. So uh, uh, you all pray for me. I, boy, I struggled with what God would give me to read tonight. I, I really did. And, uh, I... <laughs> And Terry, you probably know what I'm talking about here. I like it when I'm so nervous about what I got to preach that I can't hardly say anything. I like it when my stomach's just flip-flopping around and I know God's, I've got something to share and I know what it is. And, and boy, tonight I just got a little bit of a whisper. That, that's all it was, was just a little bit of a whisper what to read. But, uh, uh, and so that's what we're going to read to you about. We're going to read to you this little whisper that God gave us and, and uh do our best to share it with you. And if God passes by in a great big way, that, that'll be fine. But uh, I tell you, if, if you're home and watching this, it, and Terry, we don't know who's watching. Uh, when we get, That's maybe another bonus. You know, when, when we gather here, we look out, we see who's here. We, we don't know who's watching. We don't know who might turn this thing on tomorrow or the next day. Whatever your, your condition is, whatever your state is, uh, if you're lost, you need to be saved. Uh, and if you're saved, you need to be doing all you can to serve God, to walk for God in this little bit of time that he's given us. And, and Brother Billy, it, it's, it's the time that's going by. I mean, it, it's just... It's just zooming so fast, and, and, and I know there's already regrets I've got about, I wish I'd have done more for God. That I wish I'd announced my calling 15 years sooner, Terry. I, I really do. I, I wish there's things I could do to get some time back, but I can't. So, so if you're lost, you need to be saved, and you need to take care of that as soon as God allows it. And if you're cold and indifferent, you know what? Uh, I understand that God's got to help you come back and things like that, uh, but you walked out on God, and it's going to take 
take you walking back to God. Uh, it was your step that got you away from God's will. It's going to have to be your step to get you back to God's will. Now, there wasn't nobody uh, 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 encourage you and agging you on when you walked away from God. Don't, don't expect somebody to encourage you and ag you on to come back to God. That's your choice to make. That, that's the way it is for all of us. Uh, if you've stepped away from God, then you step back to God. Uh, uh, it'll be some time before you'll get that spirit feeling real good inside you. I know how that goes. Uh, uh, but if you walked away, you've got to walk back. So uh, uh, take care of that before it's too late. Uh, there's people that's counting on God's people to, uh, uh, to, to preach the gospel to them. So I, I know I'm talking a lot. I'm just trying to get comfortable. Let's turn in the third chapter of Revelation, if you want to turn with me. We'll start in the 14th verse and just uh, probably read on down to the end. <clears throat> It says unto the angel of the church of the Lidocians, write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. And, I, and I'll be honest with you, the one thing that really got my attention through all this passage was right there where it says Amen. Uh, and it's a capital Amen. And Jesus is talking about himself, and, and he's saying that his name is Amen. And, and I even tried to, uh, I've heard that word all my life, Billy. I, I don't need to know what it means. I don't need to, to look it up, but Terry, I did anyway, and I like what I found. Uh, it means firm. Uh, in other words, every time you hear the word Amen, uh, uh, that's saying everything you heard before that is firm. It's solid. Uh, it's, 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 it's something you can rely on and count on. Uh, and that's what Jesus is. He's firm. Uh, there's nothing else in this world uh, uh, that's firm. Uh, uh, your job's not firm. Uh, uh, your home's not firm. Uh, uh, nothing is firm in this world, uh, uh, but Jesus is firm. Uh, uh, he is. His name is firm from what he said right here. His name is Amen, and he calls himself the faithful and true witness. Uh, boy, I think about a witness. I, I think that's our job. We're the witnesses, uh, uh, but Jesus witnessed some things uh, that we can can't witness. Uh, uh, he was in heaven with the Father, one-on-one, uh, uh, -on -one, uh, uh, was sent down to earth to do a work, uh, and then returned back to the Father, you see. Uh, he's witnessed some things. Uh, uh, he's told us how real heaven is. Uh, he's told us how great it is. Uh, and he's told us that he's gone uh, and prepared a place for us there uh, that we can be with him also. Uh, uh, he's a witness of that. Boy, I thank God for him being a witness. Uh, we need to witness to our people, but Jesus needs a witness to us, and he's done a great job of that. The faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. Boy, uh, uh, the Bible said in the beginning was the Word. Uh, the Word was with God, uh, and the Word was God. Uh, he was there from the very beginning when all things were created. Uh, uh, Christ was there, uh, and nothing was created uh, uh, that wasn't created without Him. Or, or however that says, I'm going to stumble over that a little bit. Uh, but anyway, everything that was made was made by the hand of Christ. Uh, uh, he was there at the beginning. So, so Terry, it stands to reason uh, uh, that the way that things are today naturally uh, uh, has got a lot to do with the way that Jesus wanted them to be. Uh, just the way that the seasons are. Uh, the sun comes and it goes. Uh, uh, the days and the years they roll on. Uh, uh, those are all things that Jesus wanted. Uh, uh, the love that uh, a man has for a woman, uh, for his wife, uh, uh, the love that a mother has for their children, uh, that's all ordained and 
set up the way that God wanted it to be. Uh, uh, he's the beginning uh, of, the, of the creation of God. He says, I know thy works. Uh, boy, uh, don't he know about us? Don't he know our works, Terry? Uh, I try to convince him sometimes that my works are a little bit better than what they are. Uh, but he knows my works uh, at least as good as I do. Uh, he knows my works probably better than I do. Uh, he knows some things and understands some things uh, that I don't even understand. Uh, uh, but he knows it. Uh, he says, I know your works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that thou wert cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Let's just stop right there for a minute. Uh, uh, he's writing the letter to the church here, isn't he? The, the church of the Lodosians. Uh, uh, so, so that's who he's talking about when he says this. Uh, he says, I know your works. Uh, I know that you're neither cold nor hot. Uh, he said, I'd rather you be cold or hot, uh, but because you're somewhere in the middle. Now listen to that. Somewhere in the middle, that's something that man's got made up in his mind, ain't it? Uh, that's something that people uh, who don't want to fully accept what God has to offer, uh, who don't want to fully walk in God's way, that's somewhere in between. That's the thing that we come up with in our minds. Uh, uh, he said, but because you're somewhere in between, I'll say it like that. He, he said, I'll spew you out of my mouth. Now, now he's not trying to be harsh with them, uh, uh, but he's trying to make them understand uh, uh, if you think you've got everything... If you think you're doing great, uh, if you think everything's wonderful, then you don't know how poor and how wretched and how wicked that you are. Uh, we all fall under that, Terry. Uh, we try to do our best, uh, but we're sure still poor, uh, wretched, wretched, and just needing full of things. Uh, and you know what? Uh, as the person's lost, think about this. Uh, if you're lost and you're on your way to hell uh, and you believe that everything's okay, uh, I, I think there's something worse and being lost uh, and that's to be lost and think that everything's all right because uh, you got one more step you got to get over before you can get saved uh, you got one more hurdle to jump over uh, but if you think everything is okay uh, and you got yourself convinced that you're all right uh, and how do you know it's all uh, Terry I've got a personal experience uh, with Jesus uh, there was a point in my life uh, I knew I was lost uh, and on my way to hell I knew that completely I knew it fully and I didn't have to be explained that to me. I knew it down on the inside. I finally got to the point where I came God's way. I gave everything over to Him and Terry just like that. An event occurred. It wasn't a process. It wasn't a big long thing it took for God to do. It was an event like that. I went from being 100% lost and on my way to hell to being completely free and saved and wasn't worried about hell no more just like that it was an event and it was spurred on by God's spirit drawing me to an altar of repentance God's spirit was necessary my repentance was necessary and those two went together and made an event that happened in my life I'm not guessing about it. I'm not hoping about it. It's real. It happened. I know it happened. 
didn't fall off a bus somewhere and, and thought I was saved. I didn't uh, run into a wall somewhere and thought I was saved. But I knew what I was getting when I got it, and I knew I needed it, and I knew where it was going to come from as soon as I got saved. If you don't have an experience like that, and a time that you can go back to in your life, you need to have that. You need to have it before it's too late. Someone that thinks they're okay. Someone that thinks everything's all right. Uh, God can't work with that. Uh, how's, how's God going to convince you that you need something if you just turn that off? But you know what? I still believe God is stirring on the inside of the hearts. I still believe God can prick that little heart just... Just, just the way that no, that, uh, that no preacher can, uh, uh, that no TV show can, uh, that nothing anybody can tell you. God's, God's still able to prick that heart, uh, uh, but you've got to pay attention to it. Let's read on a little bit. In other words, so, so that they didn't know that they're miserable and poor, blind and naked. He said, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich. Gold tried in the fire. I think about that, Terry. Uh, uh, and he's saying, buy this of me. This is Jesus saying, buy this gold that's tried in the fire uh, of me. And, and you know what? You don't have to have money to buy that. Uh, you just bring yourself. Uh, that's what God wants. You just got to come God's way. That's what he wants. But I think about uh, uh, those three Hebrew children in that fiery furnace. Uh, uh, the king threw them in there. Uh, they said heat that furnace up hotter, seven times hotter than what it's supposed to be heated up. It's a wonder it didn't melt, Terry. They had it so hot. Uh, and they threw them three Hebrew children in there. Uh, but they said they saw a fourth person in there and it was likened to the son of God I tell you that gold that he's got has been tried in the fire and if it wasn't tried anywhere else it was tried right there and those three Hebrew children that was in there with him they didn't even smell like smoke well I burnt some leaves out at the house the other day and boy I smelled like smoke for the whole rest of the day just getting close to that fire they were in it they were all the way in it and they didn't even smell like smoke that gold has been tried in fire and it's been shown to be good. It's, boy, if he can handle that situation for them Hebrew children, uh, he can handle anything for anybody. But you know, there's something worse than a natural fire. Fire's a hell. That's real too. And you know what? Uh, uh, that's, just, that's probably more real than anything else that this world has got. The fires of hell. I don't know that there's flames in hell. I really don't understand how all that works. Uh, but I know the punishment that is hell will be not being able to get a hold of God. Uh, not being able to, uh, just the total absence of God and everything that's good. You know, there, there's so much good in this world uh, as we look around it. Uh, uh, there's people that love each other. I'm not talking about ones that are just saved. Uh, uh, but there's people in the world that do good for each other. If you look out in the world, what's happening right now, folks are trying to help people and, and they're just doing that because there's goodness in the world still yet today. And that goodness is God. Uh, but hell is going to be the absence of anything that's got to do with goodness. Uh, God won't be there and there'll be no hope of God ever being there. And you know what? I, I felt like I was on my way to that fire when I was lost. Uh, but there was one that was there with me. If I would just call out to him, if I would just just allow him to help me. Uh, he pulled me out of that fire. I was as much a child of hell then as I am a child of heaven right now, you see. He pulled me out of that. He saved me from that. Uh, that gold has been tried in the fire. I highly recommend it to anybody for any purpose whatsoever. 
He says, I counsel thee to buy me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint thine eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. Listen to this. He says, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Uh, God will God will get a hold of his people. And, and my thought on that is, uh, uh, Terry, God's got a hold of me many a times before. I said, you're just not walking right, son. You need to straighten out. Uh, and if I would uh, straighten myself out and start walking better, uh, uh, God would be there for me. But if I would keep ignoring it, uh, uh, buddy, he'd just keep on uh, uh, working on me. Because, see, he loved me, uh, and he was chastening me. Uh, and and, and the, another place that says if uh, those that are without chastisement are not sons, uh, uh, but they're bastards is what the Bible said. So, so I tell you what, if you can go a long time in your life, uh, uh, got your back turned on God doing things your own way uh, and never feel any chastisement for that uh, you better see what you got uh, you better check and make sure you got the right thing you better make sure you're not one of those who's lukewarm thinks you got it all but really got nothing Amen. you better make sure what you got if you can walk this world saved and never try to do anything for God and feel good about that you better check what you got that's just my advice to uh, to whoever might be listening as many as I love I rebuke and chasten be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and sup with him and him with me. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Boy, just think about that for a minute. Uh, uh, it was Jesus standing at the door doing the knocking. It was Jesus that made the effort to get to the door and knock on it. Uh, I did not present myself uh, as a subject worthy of salvation when I was lost. Uh, but rather salvation came, uh, knocked on my door, uh, uh, invited me to let him in. Uh, and I finally got to the point where I said, come on in. Uh, and he saved me. Uh, uh, but it was him that knocked on the door. It was him that initiated it. Uh, it was him that invited me. Now, now, I was searching for God. I, I really was. I didn't want to go to hell. Uh, uh, but it was him that initiated it. Uh, uh, he came knocking. I had to answer. I had to open the door. I, I just said, come on in. Uh, and he, that's exactly what he did. He said, to him that overcometh. And that's what I did when I let him in. You know what? Just by opening that door. And that's just a figurative thing, you know. I understand that. But just by opening the door of my heart and letting Jesus in, I overcame. Because you know what? That door, that was my pride. That was my way. That was everything that I thought was good in my little world. That door that I had between me and where Jesus was at. That's what stood between us. Uh, he came knocking on that door. He came knocking on my pride. Uh, he came knocking on my way. Uh, he came knocking on my uh, religious thoughts or whatever I thought was true. He came knocking on that. Uh, I had to get that out of the way. I had to open that door and let him in. Uh, and that's what I overcame. What else did you overcome? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> uh, that's all I needed to overcome. He overcame everything else. Uh, uh, he presented himself to me. <laughs> he presented himself to me a savior of lost people. <laughs> I did not present myself to him as one that was worthy of salvation. It doesn't work like that. So I, I appreciate that. To him that overcometh, why grant to sit with me on my throne 
even as I also overcame and sat down with my father. Uh, he had to overcome some things too, didn't he? He overcame this world without sin. Uh, you think, well, he, he was Jesus. He had a special trick or something like that. You know what? I, I believe he felt temptation just like we feel it. Uh, I believe he was a, a, a human being just like we were. Uh, otherwise, he wouldn't have had to have a mother. You know, it's a, a, He wouldn't have had to have been born of a woman. Uh, uh, but he had just the same... Uh, uh, desires and, and, and flesh that we have to deal with. Uh, but he overcame that uh, without sin. He overcame that. Uh, then they come and they got him, hung him up on the cross. Uh, and you know what? He was dead. He was completely dead. I understand that. My Savior was completely dead. Uh, they put him in that grave. And you know what? Uh, he overcame that too, didn't he? So as much as he is overcome, he says, whoever will overcome as I have overcome, you'll have the same thing that I've got. Uh, you'll sit with me at the right hand of the Father. Now, boys, I can't think of anything else uh, uh, that we should look for in this world uh, uh, but just to be seated with God, uh, uh, with Jesus, uh, uh, seated with, uh, in heaven uh, with the Lord. Uh, there's nothing more peaceful than that right there. So... He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Uh, that's, that's the little message that we had this evening. I, I hope uh, uh, if you're lost and you've heard this, uh, uh, you'll realize uh, uh, when Jesus comes knocking on your door, you need to let him in. Uh, there's a reason for him knocking on the door. It's because you have to answer. Uh, he's already done the work. He's already, uh, 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 the great things that need to be done have already been done. Uh, but you need to open that door to him. And if you're just not living right, uh, you're one of those cold or hot or, or lukewarm, uh, that's in your own mind, you know. That, that's in your own religion. That's in your own way of thinking. Uh, there is no lukewarm. That's why Jesus said, it's spew you out of my mouth. Uh, it's either hot or it's cold. Uh, I'd rather be cold uh, than to be lukewarm. I'd rather be hot than anything. Uh, uh, but you know what? I'm a human. Uh, it's a lot of times I just got to realize, uh, God, I'm cold, and I need you to warm me up. So that's all we got, Terry. We, we appreciate your prayers. Thank God for the liberty to, to stand and thank God for what he gave us to say tonight. So, Brother Terry. Well, I appreciate Brother Russ. I appreciate the message and the messenger. Thank the Lord for you and appreciate that preaching. Now, you fellas got another song you can sing us? Feel like Anybody feel like singing? Anybody's welcome. If you got one, you don't have to sing, but anybody feels like singing, sure can. You're welcome to. Uh, again, I appreciate the message, appreciate the singing we've already had. And uh, thank the Lord for being here tonight. And uh, again, appreciate the message and the singing. Good to be here. All right. I pray tonight that somebody that was listening has taken this message to heart. Now, we mentioned this this morning. We'll mention it again tonight. I'm sure everybody knows this, but it's, it's just on my heart to keep repeating it. You don't have to be in the church house to get saved. You don't have to come to this physical wooden altar bench to get saved. Wherever God speaks to you, you can get saved if you'll come to God and as Russ preached, open the door of your heart. Let him in. Uh, if you don't want Jesus in, he's not going to intrude. Well, I tell you what, if you want him in, seek and you shall find. And uh, I ask and you shall receive. And uh, seek you the Lord while he may be found. Well, when, when is that? When can you find him? That's when the Holy Spirit's knocking at your heart. 
and, and that's when God's speaking to you and calling to you and you feel that. And uh, if you'll just turn it all over to the Lord, you can't save yourself. You don't have to. I like what Russ said in his conclusion there. The Lord's already done all the work. You just need to come on his terms, uh, believe in the Lord, repent of your sins. God will do the saving. Trust the Lord. Trust God. Uh, he's, he's trustworthy. And so if you're out there tonight and you're lost, I pray that God just uh, stirs your heart and like for you to get saved. And Russ also preached about if you're not living for the Lord like you should be, I tell you what, it's time and high time to get in. There's so much at stake. And, uh, boy, we need to be about the Father's business. And so it's good to be here tonight. And I thank, I thank each of you for coming. I thank everybody for listening and for everybody for watching. And, folks, let's really keep praying. Uh, there's, uh, there's just as much needs to be done now uh, as there is under normal times when we all come into the church house. Uh, sometimes it seems like there's more needs to be done now. Uh, there's a lot needs to be done. Okay, anything else on anybody's heart? Thank everybody for participating, whether you're here or whether you're on the live stream. All right. I haven't been dismissed with prayer, but tonight I feel like it. Uh, I'd like us all to stand. And uh, David, would you pray a dismissal prayer? Yeah, Lord. Man, good prayer, buddy. Appreciate that. Thank you.